What's up, guys? I've got a special treat for you today. My girl and podcast coach, Stephanie Gass, joined me for a conversation that was totally last minute and totally on time. Steph is a CEO. She's a wife, boy mom, coffee lover, and hashtag PJs all day enthusiast. Steph helps women get clear on their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business God's way. She's the host of a top 0.5% globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gas Show. And she believes it's possible to partner with God to create impact and income without sacrificing or buying into the social media hustle. Can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? Before I tell you a little bit about the conversation, I actually want to share today's featured review because once we come back from the little intro jingle, we're going straight into that conversation, okay? So this is titled, Thanks for Your Incredible Strength, and this is by TBabyTM. She says, I heard you on Shayla's podcast, and I had to come check yours out. I've enjoyed this episode and the other ones I've heard so far. Thank you for being vulnerable and encouraging. I will continue to stay connected. May God continue to guide and equip you. Thank you so much, TBABTM. I hope that you're joining us on the inside of the Facebook group to hang out a little bit and I can interact with you more. Um, and really just thank you for the love and showing support. Now, a little bit about the conversation with Steph. We plan to talk about something else, but her incredible testimony. When I tell you incredible, incredible. It took us down a different path, okay? I truly believe the Holy Spirit was leading that conversation and that someone needs to hear this. So I'm excited to share this conversation with you. I really pray that it blesses you. And I hope you're tuning in with an open heart and a willing spirit. Because if you are, this episode has the potential to change your life. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you love it. Listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro, your Jesus loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with? If you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen. Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. All right, so we are digging into a conversation with Steph Gass. Everybody take a second and welcome Steph to the show. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Steph, thanks for being with us. How are you today? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. Me too. Tell us about yourself, Steph. We have your intro bio stuff, but like, who is Stephanie Gass? Yeah, so... I, that's such a, you know, a loaded question. Don't you feel like Erica when people ask you that I'm obviously daughter of the King first and foremost, um, thank goodness. And I am wife. I am a mama. I've got two little boys who are just wild. Somehow I also ended up with two boy dogs. So God's got jokes. I got all the boys up in here. 
And then I, I just have a heart, a huge heart for entrepreneurship and business. And what I do, my calling in life is to help women get super clear on their calling so that they can start a business from it, whether that be a ministry or a vocational business um, partnered with God. And then the methods that I teach them of how to build that business are opposite of what everyone else says. It's no, not social media. It's not hustling harder, but it's doing less better by showing up on a podcast, using organic marketing to grow, and then making money with courses or coaching that bless the world and help people get the solution that they desperately need. Also, uh, fun facts, love to work from PJs all day, obsessed mm-hmm. with coffee and LaCroix. So that's where we're at. That's right. And everyone, she's my coach. So that's a bonus. She's the best. She's the reason this podcast has grown so much. The Lord has really used her in a mighty way. And, you know, a lot of the ways that I've been able to reach all of you is by following the methods and the advice that she's offered on her show. I've grown the podcast over the last year by only listening to her podcast. So if you are not already subscribed to the Stephanie Gas Show, make your way over there. I'm going to have a link in the show notes here. Whether you own a business or want to start a business or have no desire to start a business, so much of what you share, Steph, blesses our sisters in Christ in Mm -hmm. so many ways, because a lot of what you share is so transferable to the home, to our relationships, and really just to anything that we're doing, whether you work for someone or you're a stay-at-home mom or whatever it is that you do. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend, I've binged the show over the last year and a half. So if y'all want to get together and talk about (laughs) your favorite episode, that's like my thing to do when I know someone's into what I'm into. So we can totally do it. I love that. Yes. Come on over friends. It's so good. So talk to us about how you got into podcasting. Was that always something you were into? Absolutely not. So (laughs) I don't know how deep you want me to go in my testimony today, Erica, like tell me everything. All right. So in essence, that was a long evolution of we'll start at the beginning. I was a Christian, but not in relationship with Jesus at the time Mm -hmm. had been laid off from my corporate job. And I got introduced to entrepreneurship. I was about mid twenties and I was a total self-serving, selfish person at the time who was searching after everything that made me feel good. And that I thought created validation in my life. And one of those, I've always been driven for business and driven in those areas. And what I think is so fun is what God wants to use for good. We also sometimes want to use for our own benefit before we realize the power of using our giftings for him, with him, by him. Mm -hmm. So got into entrepreneurship and I grew a highly successful network marketing business in four years. I mean, Mm -hmm. I gave everything to this career, everything. My marriage was sacrificed for it. I had had my first son by the time I had success, have Mm -hmm. air quotes, and I was working endlessly. I was completely addicted to success, money, my phone. All that had led me into a lot of like emotional turmoil of working so much. And so because of the burnout, I was drinking more than ever before. Um, I was emotionally eating, binge eating, and then not eating, and then working out excessively to cover it all up. I was basically this crazy version of myself that was completely over-functioning just so that I could keep working because I thought that that was going to be the thing that finally, what filled the hole, made me fulfilled something, searching and searching. So I walked the stage, 2015, I made it. I hit the top 1% of the company 
climbed over everyone to get there, hurt a lot of people to get there, but I did it. And I walked the stage and I had the big check. And the interesting part was I remember walking off the stage and sitting down in my hotel room and realizing that I felt the same and nothing was different. And I thought, wasn't this the moment that I was supposed to feel like it was all worth it? Wasn't this the moment that I'm supposed to feel this immense joy and fulfillment in my life? I felt none of that. And so instead of recognizing that, I kept pushing because hello, we are humans. And if we're not following the Lord, we're following ourselves. And so I kept striving and pushing. And this was the moment that I was saved at nine. So thank goodness, Holy Spirit had always been beside me. And I've always been one of God's daughters. And he knew that I had to go through this to create a testimony, but I think he knew that it was also time to be done. (laughs) And so we started knocking and I wouldn't listen. And I kept pushing and pushing to keep growing the business. And in 2016, it started to fall apart and the money started to fade away and the success started to diminish. I was pregnant with my second son at this time. And I was 60 pounds overweight because I'd replaced drinking with food. And I was having anxiety attacks, really big anxiety attacks. And my life felt like I was walking a tightrope all the time, but I kept trying to force success. The more I would work, the less people would come. And it was like, I was gripping sand. I felt like if I just keep gripping harder, I can hold on to it. But the sand kept slipping through my fingers and the business kept fading away. And what was interesting is that the business was my identity. So as this identity started to fall away from me, I was left staring at myself and I didn't want to look at her because who was I and what had I become? And I was shameful of the ways that I had grown the business and turned away from God and turned away from my family. I still kept pushing though, because I'm stubborn. And so God had to rip the rug out from under me truly to show me that I had to stop and I had to figure out what was missing in my life. And so at the end of 2016, the revenue had fallen into a quarter of what it was. And I remember this pivotal day that I looked at the bank account and I realized that we didn't have enough money to pay the bills that month. I think it was the mortgage was due or something. And my husband has a great job, but yet what happened? I was in charge of the money, right? I I had let this happen. And I remember doing like the walk of shame to him in the living room. And I said, we don't have enough to pay the bills. And my husband typically, you know, like any husband would probably be like, what do you mean? Like he didn't do that. I truly think like, Holy spirit must've just been stepped. Like there must've been angels like standing next to Brad because he said, we'll just borrow money from miles savings account and then we'll pay it back. And because he spoke to me with such grace and love and kindness, it was almost worse. (laughs) What have I done? Like, it was really like, what was this all for? That's how I felt Erica. It's like, I gave everything to build this thing and nothing's left. And now I'm even worse off my health, my mental state. I've, you know, done this at the expense of my family for what? And I remember walking in the mirror and staring at this woman in the mirror that I did not recognize. And I said, I'm done. Like I don't have anything else to give. And I have tried so hard. I've been controlling this thing, trying to force it to work for so long that now I am in turmoil And my life feels like it's falling apart. And so I got out a sheet of paper and I just started writing. I think God's the answer. You know, I think he's the way, and I don't know who am I supposed to be God? If I'm not this business and I'm not the success, who am I? And I just started writing on the paper. 
I am daughter of the King. I am a wife that shows up for her husband. I am a mom who is full of patience and kindness and grace. I take care of my health. I don't drink. I don't eat this way. You know, I, I work out and my business is not for me. It's for who I serve. And like, I wrote all these things that, of who I wanted to be. And then I laughed at it. So I was like, ah, it must be nice to be her. But I remember telling my husband, I think I need to go back to church. And we had been kind of like bouncing around different churches, but we knew the one that we liked the most and we committed. And I kept going. And about two weeks later, I'm in worship and I had never fully surrendered, right? Like you're like, oh, cute. I have a Bible, but I don't really open it. And I pray sometimes and like that kind of stuff. And I remember being in church and worship was going on and the song came on and like, I physically felt like Holy spirit drop into my body, like full out my arm shot up and I just wept. And I knew like, I'm different. I'm done. Like I've been made new in this very moment. Yeah. And I went home that day and I, God and I, you know, I started to pray and I started practicing even though it felt weird. And I started opening the Bible, even though I didn't know what I was doing, I started somewhere. And every day I just asked God, like, what do I do today? What do I do today to climb out of this hole? What do I do? And so I started going to a gym that I couldn't afford to, so that I would show up for it. I started praying, even though I didn't know how to pray. Right. You know, I started and over the course of the next four or five years, that was about five and a half years ago. It's been a constant spiritual growth evolution of realizing like there's so much more and there's still so much more. But what God did is he, he helped me in every area of my life. After that point, I started learning, like when I finally relinquished control, I stopped gripping the sand and I opened my hands, like he's there to fill them. And he's filling them with something better. He's filling them with clay. It can't slip away because it's God who's handed it to me. And my marriage was better. And my motherhood was better. And my, I'm healthier than I've ever been. And now about five and a half years later, you know, I tried to build a business out of my own strength and it fell apart and I fell apart with it. And now God called me to start a podcast in 2018. I had been trying to YouTube and trying to do some, some stuff on the, nothing was really working. There was no traction. And I kept praying and God spoke to me in a dream, start a podcast in 2018. And I didn't really listen to shows. I knew nothing about podcasting, but I just knew I better be obedient because look how he's blessed all these other areas. And so I got out a $20 mic that I had. It was super staticky. I plugged it in and I started recording. And all I knew was I'm supposed to help women somehow in business. That's all I knew at the time. And a year later, there was a hundred thousand downloads on the show. I had made money back. We had paid miles back, praise God, you know, like paying the bills. And now four years later, I have almost a million download podcasts, highly successful, high revenue business where I can give in ways that I never imagined possible. I have a team. And what's so crazy about all of this, Erica is like, look what can happen when you fully surrender and let God work beside you to build the business or the ministry or the calling. It is so big that it could only be God. Like there's no way I could have created this business by myself. It's too incredible. It's too glorious. It's so him. And so the message I have for everyone is stop trying to clutch to your success. Stop trying to grip it so hard. Like all of that anxiety and the worry and the fear, their discernment alarms screaming at you to just let it all go and to show up in his rest and do the best that you can each day and then bless it and let him take over. Because what he can do with in one breath, infinitely more than we can do in a lifetime of striving. And I'm a testimony of that.
Amen. And amen again, because <laughs> there's so much that is relatable about that. If you're not a network marketer, you're doing something else. Like maybe you're a nurse, maybe right. you're in corporate America, maybe you're homeschooling your kids, like whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing, you're trying to like, I feel like as Christians, we know that the Lord calls us to do things with excellence, but then we start to kind of replace that with our own idea of excellence. And that comes with sacrificing the things that the Lord is calling us to steward more effectively. And what I heard you say, as you were sharing your testimony is really that you were doing all these things because they were the things that like culturally we see as being the right thing to do, but we're not of this world like we're not supposed to be doing things and look like culture right. we're supposed to be countercultural and doing things that really don't make sense to everybody else but they work because when god's hand is on it it's gonna work yeah exactly i think we don't know what we don't know either and so taking it to god and asking is this the business i'm supposed to be in is this the way i'm supposed to be building it are these the people i'm supposed to be following You know, as I started doing all that stuff, I never once asked God, I just went for it. And now the second time around, I'm like, what do you think, Lord? Should I do that? Is that a great idea? Should I say that Mm -hmm. I get in the word and I'm actively praying over stuff. Like I've made, I've made seeking him in my business, the number one priority. Mm -hmm. And that's completely shifted the way I show up. It's, I do less. It's so strange. Like I completely got off of Instagram every addiction I've had to overcome has been years. It's been year long battles, but mm-hmm. you know, God's freed me from alcohol. And now he's freed me from social media. I'm, you know, there's different things that come up because we're human and we easily fall into those traps, but it starts with asking him to show you the places that you need to change and then actively and obediently trying mm-hmm. and just saying, how do I do that today, Lord, with your strength and with you beside me? And how do I do that tomorrow, Lord? And so he'll show you, he'll show you the way and he'll show you who to work with. He'll show you what to do. And he'll show you a lot of what not to do. (laughs) And that's, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. Okay. Quick break. Here is a short message from our sponsor slash podcast producer. Have you been dreaming of launching your own podcast, but you don't know how and where to start? It's too much. It's overwhelming. Trust me. I get it. Let George joy podcast production and management services help you effortlessly launch, syndicate, and grow your podcast. Message Jorah's Joy at facebook.com forward slash Jorah's Joy. And guess what? The link is in the show notes. All right, back to the show. So leading up to you having this dream about starting a podcast and him speaking to you so clearly, it sounds like there was a lot of like triggering events that caused anxiety and, you know, stress. If it were me, I would have been like so depressed at that point, oh, like yeah. all these things, right? Did you ever experience anxiety or feel worried after you followed him in obedience? Yes, I did. Um, and mainly for me, I had alcohol induced anxiety. So God was convicting me to lay down alcohol. Mm. And, you know, my dad was an alcoholic and there's lots of alcoholism in our family. And Mm. I had been drinking since 14 years old. And so it was like this whole thing and this whole narrative around, like, I don't have a problem and I just do it to have fun and all of those pieces. And 
God kept telling me to lay down alcohol. And so the anxiety would creep up whenever I would drink, but I, I dismiss it, make up stories about why it wasn't that it was something else, the stress I'm on vacation or I'm away from my kids or whatever it was for me. I remember we were out one night for my husband, my, my aunt, one of our anniversaries. And, you know, I was fully surrendered to God at this point, I'm building a business his way, but like, I still can't let it go. I mean, it wasn't like binge drinking, like I had been, but like, it was still a problem where why can't you lay it down? If you can't lay something down, we have a problem. And I told the Lord, okay, I'm only gonna have one beer and I'm gonna drink it over three hours. And if I still get an anxiety attack, I know it's you. Like <laughs> I'm over here testing the Lord. because <laughs> I don't want to give up my beer, you know? And so I did that and went home, felt perfectly fine. I woke up at 12 AM with the same anxiety attack that I always had. It was, it's the worst kind. I would always feel, I would either throw up or have nausea or like, it would just be so debilitating the heart racing, the whole thing. I'm going to die that whole thing. And I knew it was the Lord. And that was the day I went sober and I did it for a year. And then I started drinking a little bit here and there and then decided it just wasn't for me. And Mm so, you know, I've remained that way and the anxiety's left. It's gone now. I think what's interesting about this and not to diminish anyone's anxiety because anxiety is caused by so many things and for so many reasons. But the one thing that I wish I would have done earlier was ask God, what's the root of this anxiety for me? And how can you help me find freedom from that root? Because we're often looking at a physical cause of our anxiety and we're going after that. Like, oh, I'm going to go after that. Oh, maybe I'm traveling. I'm not prepared enough. I kept missing it. I kept missing the root and it was there the whole time. So I think if we invite God into the process of what's the root of the anxiety and we're willing to really look a little bit deeper, it's usually a lot deeper, let's be honest, Yeah. as to what's the cause. There's so much freedom in that. And I think I could have gotten there a lot sooner, but yeah, that was going on this whole time. I know I've been sober two years since June. So like two and a half now. And he was making it really, really clear that I needed to lay it down. And every time I would be like, okay, I hear you. But then I would find myself like thinking about it like a couple weeks later. Like if something was coming up, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll have some wine. Cause I lived in Napa Valley. I live like sure. 10 minutes from Napa, right? I'm like, oh, maybe I'll just go to like a winery with my boo and do whatever for our anniversary. Totally. And without fail, it was like in a book I was reading randomly would talk about drinking too much. I was taking a course and then the, the professor starts talking about how people who drink, who are tempted to drink too much should just lay it down. She like said that. And I was like, oh man. Is that for me though? For real? <laughs> but you don't want it to be for you. Right. Because like you said, like, you know, you have a problem when it's hard to let it go. And so, yeah, it was challenging. And I think it's in a, in a way, and I had kind of mentioned this in a previous episode we are so tempted just to keep worrying about the thing because we think that it's going to help us and like that's the hardest thing to lay down sometimes like just to like stop thinking about it and you know there's a lot of like you said there's a lot of reasons for that but just using your testimony as an example like you could continue to do things in your own strength and live in that like personal hell that you've created for yourself Or you could seek the Lord and just allow him to really lead you and trust that he's not leading you astray because why would he? Yeah, exactly. And I'll say now, like, I know you're not supposed to talk about your fasting, but I'm currently on a coffee fast because I'm going to talk about it anyway, because I think I want you guys to hear that the first time of breaking up with stuff and God freeing you from idols and addiction in your life, whether the business or other places, 
you keep fighting it and you keep fighting it and you keep fighting it. And it's so long and drawn out. And like this time I felt convicted, like, okay, you need to lay down the coffee for a while. Let's do a coffee mm-hmm. fast. Mm-hmm. I love coffee. I love coffee, but I was drinking probably four cups a day and it had probably become something I didn't want to give up. Yeah. So the Lord convicted me and, uh, you know, day one of that, but I, but here's the difference. I'm like, I'm willing, mm-hmm. I'm just willing because I know you're better. And so this time, like, as you go through this detox and this relinquishing process of your idols and your addictions and digging into, why do I have the anxiety? There's going to be a route you don't want to look at. And you're going to have just the sooner you can let it go and open your hands and say, God, I'm here and I'm willing to let go of this thing because you're better. And the sooner you can just let it go, the quicker he'll make it better. So this time it was only one day. It was one day. And I thought, oh my gosh, I felt like I was nursing the worst hangover of my life. I I couldn't function. Mm -hmm. It was awful. I went to bed at seven. 30 that night. And I just pray the Lord's strength over myself. I'm like, please, Lord, please fill me instead of the coffee. Fill me, please. The next day I woke up, I had a mild headache day two, day three, I was hundred percent myself. And yeah. my health coach had said, it's going to be probably four days to five days before you feel okay. And you feel better. And I'm like, look what the Lord can do in a day when you're willing. And I just want to say that because I think the mindset and the heart that the positioning that you come into asking him to free you from something, Mm -hmm. you've got to be willing to go through that hard work, but know that the more willing you are and the more you trust him, the faster it will be. Cause he is ready. Someone, wait, I was like talking to someone about something and they were like, I'm just so like, I'm ready to be like where I want to be already. And I was like, are you sure? Because I feel like I've said that before and I really wasn't until I was ready to like give up the things that would like make room for the Lord to work. Right. Yes. Yeah. Something has to die for something new to be born. So So what's that thing that needs to die that you're holding on to so tightly? What is that? And that's Mm -hmm. the thing you need to hand to him because there's something better waiting. I don't miss the alcohol at all now. And I'm sure Erica can speak to this. Like the thing you think is so important. And the thing that you think you have to have, he's trying to remove it just to show you that the only thing you do need is him. I feel so much more fulfilled without it than I ever felt with it. I'm happier. I'm more joyful. I get way more done. Like, and that goes with say all of it, me not being on Instagram at a personal level. I have so many more hours in my life and I still have a successful business, you know, Mm -hmm. like let it go and watch what he can do. Yeah. So let's give our listeners one, like number one tip. If there's something they're really struggling to lay down, or maybe they don't even know what it is like with all your wisdom. Cause we know they don't know, but I know like God has blessed you with wisdom. Is that one of your spiritual gifts? Like, do you score high for that? Yes, mm-hmm. girl. <laughs> so what would you say if a person is listening and she's like, Steph, I hear you. I get it. And like, I'm willing, but I don't know what it is. Like, I really just think that I'm just under attack all the time and I can't see what you saw. Like, what would you say? The first thing that I would say is ask God the hard question. And for me, that looks like sometimes I struggled with like, well, what do you mean? So that might look something like Lord help reveal to me the pieces of my heart that have to go help Mm -hmm. reveal to me the things that I am idolizing coveting the things I am gripping, whether that be something inside myself, a lie that's been spoken over me, a belief that I have something physical and tangible, like 
reveal it to me, God, so that I can hand it to you. Convict me of what that is, Lord. And then what I do is I sit with a blank sheet of paper. I sit with my notebook. So I'll pray something like that. And then I'll just start journaling and I'll ask Holy Spirit to be present and start writing. Things will come out that I didn't realize I was dealing with. Like, for example, there was one time where it was offensive. I was always offended. Mm-hmm. Offense? What is that? Like, I didn't know that was a thing that was holding me back that I was holding on to. Offense? Weird. So, like, God will reveal things to you, just like Erica didn't realize that alcohol was a thing. Mm-hmm. God kept just revealing it. And then you continuously pray until you get an answer. That's the thing is you got to, there's something, and there's something for, even for Eric and I right now, because we're all human, you know, mm-hmm. we're constantly falling back. But the beauty is, is that I'm not afraid of seeing what it is now because I want them gone. I love when God can look what you did there, fix mm-hmm. that. Or like, look at you, or look at you and your sin over here. Cause I'm like, thank you. Oh my gosh. I was missing that. I don't mm-hmm. want that. I don't want to wear that. So mm-hmm. you got to find out what it is. And then that second tactical, tangible thing is once you have something written down, you now pray over that thing. So that might look like, Lord, I think I'm constantly offended. You know, I'm taking things personally. I am, then I'm retaliating. And like, there's this constant cycle because I'm offended. I want you to remove the spirit of offense from me. Wash that away from me by the, you know, by the blood of Christ. I ask you, Lord, to release me from the bondage of this feeling offended all the time and just replace it with compassion. Mm-hmm. Help me to not be offended and realize that this other person might be going through something. How can I, what can I do? God, can I convict me to pray for them in that mo- moment or convict me to love them more and just pray over this thing that you want to be gone because you are anointed and appointed. You are the hands and feet of Christ. So if you don't think you have the power to break some stuff off through prayer with with God's help, you are mistaken. You have so much audacity. If you're afraid of that, or you feel awkward, or you're not sure. I went in my car so that no one would hear me so that I could be as weird as I needed to be because God already (laughs) knew, (laughs) you know, and I would cry and I'd punch my steering wheel. And like, sometimes I'd worship and cry. Cause like, I felt awkward about doing that in front of everyone in my house. So God would release something because I finally had no inhibition about how I was going to activate this prayer life of mine. And it started in the car and now I'm way less. I'm like all unabashedly wherever, but it had to start somewhere. So where does that have to start for you? And that really looks like asking God to reveal what it is getting in his word. Cause he will speak to you through his word and then praying over the thing once you've gotten it. And the last step is take action to change it, take action mm-hmm. to change it. You know, if there's one thing I wish I would have done sooner was stop drinking sooner, you know? Mm-hmm stop fighting for so long to make something work, right? Like I just wish I would have surrendered a little earlier in the process because there was glory. There was glory on the other side. Always. Those are the steps. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself with us. What do you want people to like, look for that you're doing? What are you up to? Um, you're almost at a million downloads right now at the point that we're recording. Um, so if you guys have not already, after I gave you the cue earlier, go to her (laughs) podcast and start listening. You will be blessed beyond belief. Um, but where do you, where do you want to invite people to hang out with you? 
Yeah. I mean, first, yes, the podcast, come listen over 500 episodes, completely free Mm -hmm. about getting clear in your calling, building an online business, God's way. Um, I have lots of faith episodes, like Erica mentioned that can be for anyone. So the Stephanie gas show. And then the other thing is if you feel convicted about starting a business, right. Getting clear on your calling and figuring out how to build a business God's way. And for us, that's podcasting. Mm -hmm. How we grow is sitting behind a mic a few hours a week and letting that organic marketing work and reach ears and change hearts. And that's what Eric and I both believe in. Um, Mm -hmm. Erica has a link below for you guys to check out my podcasting course. If that's something that's on your heart, I would love to coach you through starting your own online business and doing it in a way that's so fulfilling because it's partnered with what you're actually called to do instead of a random thing that makes money. It's like, Mm -hmm. I'm called to do this work Mm -hmm. and then figuring out how do you strategically set that up? so that you grow an audience without social media 24 seven, without being addicted to your phone, without forcing it. It's so easy and free and light the way that we grow our business. And then the last thing that I teach is how to then make money through coaching our courses. So Erica has those links for you guys below, just in case any of you are there, I would love to work with you. Yes, y'all. If I would have found Steph when I first went into business, I would have saved a lot of money. So take it from me. This is definitely your like red alert to take action if you've been thinking about it. And I know some of you have, cause you've told me so certainly pray over this. And if you have any questions just from like a student perspective, you can always reach out to me. I'll give it to you straight. And I wouldn't have Steph on the show if I didn't believe in what she's doing and really feel like she would add value to your life. So Steph, again, thank you for being on here. I love you so much. And I'm sure we'll do this again because this was really good. Yes, this is so fun. Thank you so much for having me. God bless everybody. See you guys on the next one. Bye. Hey, sister girl. If you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five, extra tips, and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.